What's up, everybody? First and foremost, I want to say I hope you guys are safe. And as a citizen of this great planet, I hope you guys are doing your just and staying home and staying away from all the crazy whirlwind that is today's world. Um, yeah, for most of you guys, it's probably three or four weeks away from work. And even though the first couple of days it was awesome, if you're like me and you need to be busy, um, I'm sure you're taking things off that honeydew list. I built a loft in my garage. I'm planning a second loft. I'm going to build a second workbench. I've got lots of plans because I don't think I'm going back to work for at least another 10 days, at least another 10 days. But with that being said, I hope you guys put away about an hour to sit with my good buddy James Key. James Key's been on the podcast before. If you date back all the way to episode 49, uh, Smash Wrestling Invades the Not After 30 podcast, James and I believe Brad Myers was on that podcast. It might have been Scott Hunter. Um, but I've known James for a couple years now. He's been awesome. He's always been really good to me and my bro. So it's good to have him on the pod in this new venture he's got going on right now. If you don't know what I'm alluding to, James Key is now an official podcaster. He's got his very own podcast. You can find it on every different platform. It's known as YMHMW. I'll let you sink in what you believe that might be. It stands for You Might Hate My Words with James Key. Uh, very Mark Marinish, very Bill Burrish, you know, opinionated. One guy going off about an hour. It's awesome. It's a fun listen. And I enjoy the lexicon that James Key has in his vocab. With that being said, thank you as always for downloading and tuning and checking out to this podcast. We also have uh, an intro to the guys um, the guys from the Wow I Had Mustard podcast, the brand new podcast on the network. Uh, John DeNoir's new project. Uh, we'll have them drop in a brand new episode on April 6th. That's also my daughter's third birthday, so I hope I don't forget. If it's not on the 6th, it'll be on the 7th. But until then, we have episode 159 of the Not After 30 podcast. Thank you. This is the Not After 30 podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. it all out all right you ready to do this yeah man let's go all right what's up nana nation and lovers of the not 30 podcast what's up y'all hope you guys are enjoying your quarantine on the line via skype because we're following the rules of the world mr james motherfucking key what's up buddy uh <laughs> uh feels like nothing but that would make for a very boring podcast um and that's actually my official middle name so thank you for getting that right you know it took me some time to figure out i was like no it could it be franklin eugene (laughs) (laughs) just no it's not yeah i you know what i'm trying to find yeah anyways whatever i fucked that one up aaron chalupa Please don't give me a hard time about Eugene, spelled with a U or a Y. Why, Gene? All right, my man. What's good? What's happening? I mean, we're all enjoying this uh, this time away from work. Are you working from home? Yeah, man. I'm on work from home right now, and it's it's um, you know what? It's like the one thing I've always told everyone about the whole work from home aspect of things that you gotta you gotta find a way to fucking split like office home and then home home because like it blends eventually right and then 
you kind of lose that that escapism of home or that safety net. So you really got to mm-hmm. fucking take some time to 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 separate that, and or else you'll drive yourself fucking mad, you know. Or you'll start you'll start thinking about work on off times and shit like that. So, yeah, it's so key to make sure that there's a clear separation. Yeah, I feel it. I like I I don't work. I can't work from. Well, I probably could work from home. I do, I choose not to do any work at home just because of what I do. But um, you, here's what gets me is now that everybody, like my wife now is off mat leave and back at work, but working from home. We just finished our basement. We had a basement runner. We just finished it. And um, so she's now claimed the whole basement as her work area. And I'm because I'm now like off work collecting EI for the first time in my life, 37 collecting for the first time. I thought I'd never collect. But um, I get. I guess my industry isn't protected from crazy uh, airborne viruses. So um, yeah, so yeah. So she's like, yeah. What's like, that? like being on Pogi, you you learn so much about yourself when <laughs> when you're on the Pogs, bro. Because dude, when I I was a me, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to like I want to make sure that we learn something about about EI. Now that a lot of people are on it, dude, when I was a, when I was a meat cutter, uh, for, I was a meat cutter for like six years in like cottage country and in the summer, in the winters, they would have to lay some of us off because there's no, there's no cottage business. Right. So when I was on EI for the first time in my life, dude, I learned so much about daytime soap operas. You have no idea. (laughs) I became a days of our lives fucking aficionado. And no, you didn't. I did, man. John Black, Stefano, that dude died like a hundred times and came back. Dude, I knew all my children, General Haas, dude. I was the king of daytime soap opera during that time frame. So okay, and where are you in your life at this point? Like twenty something? Oh, dude, I was like eighteen, maybe like okay. nineteen. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a dark time, but you know, you know what the the best bonding over. Uh, soap operas with women at that time, dude. That was the yeah, way. That, that was, um, what was the young one? Uh, oh, the passions, one. passions, bro. Yeah, I remember my girlfriend in high school would rush home right after high school to catch passions, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "You don't understand. It's like so crazy. You have to watch it." And I was yeah. like, "Uh." Uh, no, can you just S this D real quick and then you can go do that? And she was just like, what? I'm like, huh? Dude, <laughs> oh, so oh the Passions, okay, so and the, okay, sub story to Passions. So my mom used to watch Passions along with the other daytime TV shows and I came home from, I don't know where it was one day and she was watching Passions and I'm like, like oh my God, you're watching this shit? She's like, like my mom and I were like, chill, right? She was like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, uh, I'm like, who is that on the screen? And it was the the little guy, Timmy. And I was like, I was like, yo, I'm like, I was like, you know what? This is stupid. And if Timmy died, I don't give a fuck. Timmy can fucking die. And then like two weeks later, they killed him off in the show. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm clairvoyant. Like I have a skill, I have a power. But then like two weeks after that, he fucking died in real life. And all of a sudden, like, this <laughs> immense guilt washed over me because I felt like I was fucking responsible. Not, not yeah. only for like, normal death, like from a, like a, a, but a, a small person, you know, 
I just fucking off this small person through sheer will. And I felt terrible. Okay, James, please don't ever wish my death, please. I don't want to podcast die and then real life die either. So (laughs) you're good, too. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. But sorry, you're saying your girl. Your girl took over. Oh, yeah, yeah. So my wife's here. My wife's working from home. So it's funny because the last almost three years, we we had kids back to back, like almost 18 months apart. And so life got real crazy. But she was at home for more or less three years. And um, and now, and then in one in one or two days, everything switched. So now I'm at home with the kids 24-7. And she, you know, I mean... It, it 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 kills me inside not to be able to support my family. It it absolutely kills me. I mean, I guess I am in one in one sense, but financially um, support my family it kills me. So, but I've been adjusting um, pretty well. And the the crazy thing is that this week I came into my own, and I went full Mister Mom. I started meal planning. I'm like. <laughs> tomorrow I'm making this for lunch. We're going to make this for dinner. I'm going to get the kids upstairs. They're going to be bath by 7.30. I'm going to take an edible and I'm going to enjoy my night. I had it all planned out. I was all ready to roll. And my wife's like, she's like, this is a real like changing of roles, don't you think? I'm like, oh yeah. And if you don't be careful, I might get used to this and I might just stay <laughs> home all the time. So like, does she find does she find that like attractive? Like, is she like, do you think she finds you sexier because you're you're taking the 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 home role like and and embrace and, and succeeding like is like because you know like sometimes like when uh, men take charge women are like yo you've never been sexier but like does she find this side of you like do you feel like she's a little you know really good question um I don't I don't know because I think the guy that my wife is most attracted to is a subtly confident guy which is not who I am I am more like um I'm gonna tell you how confident I am and then just do stupid shit in the meantime uh, try and live up to it in the background <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and uh yeah like like uh say 10 outrageous things and hope one of them come true and then ride that right. way for a year yeah. um so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If she, I don't know if she finds it more sexy, but I do think she she becomes very braggadocious about it because uh, she was on Zoom with with uh, her work cohorts, and they're uh, and I yelled down like, "Honey, lunch is gonna be ready in ten minutes." And she's like, "Okay." And she's like, "My husband just said lunch would be in ten minutes," and all the girls in on the Zoom just swooned. Dude. Yeah, you. So you I think have that- fucked it up. You have fucked it up for legions. <laughs> you've just fucking like you know when like someone's like hey don't show us up dude you've set the bar so yeah. significantly high for a lot of men out there you're a public enemy number one you know what it's not guys. new it's not a new not a new shoe I, I'm, I'm it's a well-worn shoe for me so i'm good with it but uh you know the, the funny you, you were talking about like you you and your mom would watch uh the soaps together i so i didn't i my mom watched young and the restless and so i i remember as a young kid being in the kitchen, my mom was starting to prep dinner, and I would be in the kitchen helping her, and that's like a big comfort. So I, the Young and the Restless would be in the background, and uh, Victor Newman all suave and shit with his mustache. Yeah, man. by Jabot. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but but that feeling of like prepping dinner and and the aroma that comes with it and all that stuff really kind of, I, I guess the best word for me is just. It helped me um, 
get comfortable with with where I am right now because it it does it's very nostalgic when I'm in the kitchen like for example not a big deal but yesterday I was making like it's called a five hour sauce where you essentially um, you you uh, cook down a sauce and then replenish it and keep going and it's a very deep flavor it's a very full flavored sauce for very pasta Italian. And very Italian but um I say the most Italian thing is sauce at minimum five hours. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there's a thing you can do it in 15 minutes. You can do it in five hours, or you can do it in five days. <laughs> but you got to do it right. That's the only thing. So yeah. I, I was doing like a five-hour uh, like reduce reduction, and I was like all amped up for it. And so the whole day, the kitchen, the, the main floor of the house just smells like like sauce. And mm. so the my kids, they're not at the age where they get any of those things. So I'm tasting it. My little one comes up. She's like, "Me, me, try, me try." And I'm like, all right, cool, little goblin, here you go. And I gave her a little, like, sugo on the bread. And she's like, num, 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 more, more. I'm like, no, 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 you got to wait. So, like, the yeah. whole day was fun in that sense. And it, it, was, it was good. It was, it, I'm really coming into it now. As the, the term that my wife phrased, uh, her home husband, uh, I'm, I'm really embracing it. But the only downside to it is, like, wait, hold on. You're trying to say I'm your home husband. Do you have a outside of the home husband like, <laughs> yeah is there another the dial, husband dial a room? husband like dial a bottle yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's yeah so so even like I, even though i don't really want to talk about covid19 at all uh the quarantine has been awesome i'm getting a ton of shit done around the house my my honey to honeydew list slash my own to-do list is so big that i'm knocking things off like um I, I'm, I just finished this basement reno a couple months back, and now I'm starting a garage reno where I'm I'm taking new new things that I've learned into new heights, and I'm I'm pretty amped up about it. So I'm enjoying it, but I'm also missing work a ton. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's the same. Like for me, even just um, you know, since having a kid, like you get so behind on things you don't even notice until it's too late. You know what I mean? And like, it's like like paying bills. Well, no, because <laughs> I try not to uh, get behind yeah. on that. But like, even like shit, like going through clothes that you probably should donate or get rid of. Yes. Like that's such a fucking like, like fuck. I should I should do that quarterly, but I haven't. So, you know, I have this massive garbage bag that is going to make a lot of a lot of people who need it probably very happy. So just shit like that, and this has been. You know, I don't want to celebrate, you know, the situation in which, you know, people are sick and, and dying. But, you know, it is uh, providing a lot of time where, you know, people are getting shit done, I guess, that they normally would have. Um, for me, I like the one thing on my, I guess, to-do list would be to reorganize my comic books. But with a 16-month-old, it's practically impossible. Very so, true. Yeah, is, she, is she still two naps a day or is she one nap a day? One nap now. Yeah, yeah, but that her, makes it tough. Her room is right next to where all my comic books are, so if I okay. start pulling shit out, I'm gonna wake her up, and then it's fucking game over. And then yeah. you want to see the bar set really low for a significant other. If I do that, wake up my kid during a nap, I'll be on the fucking street tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Uh, right, right before we we connected, I was I was putting the shelf up in the garage, and I was rushing, and I was getting so frustrated because. The, the house is older and 
you know, the code has changed so many times since this house was built. So I'm expecting studs to be 16 inches apart and they're not. So I'm like drilling, you know, knocking the walls. You have the stud and all above that is my, my kid's bedroom. So I'm like, okay, I got, I got to get like at least three of these studs of this five stud hanger in. And I'm like knocking around and my wife's like, she's sending me text messages. She's like, Anthony, fucking chill out. It's like too loud. And then I know when she calls me that like she's really hit the fan. So I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. I'm like, hey, honey, what's up? She's like, you woke up, Leah. I was like, ah, okay, I'll stop. I'm just going to quit now. I yeah, just like, you, yeah, you wake up a kid, you're dead man. Yeah, you definitely take an L on that one. By the way, aren't, uh, aren't studs supposed to be six feet apart right now? Ha, 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 ha. Well done, James. Well done. My dad jokes, I got to get them in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know what? Actually, dad jokes are, are, are welcomed here because at the Not After 30 podcast, uh, that's kind of all we're clinging to these days. So it's all good. <laughs> that's what we got left. That's what we got left. Exactly. James, you've been on the podcast before many, many oh. moons ago, two or three studios ago. Um, it's been a long time. At the time you came in, you were with Smash Wrestling. Uh, and I, I would say even like the glory time of Smash for me as a fan, um, many things are, are have changed. You're no longer with Smash. You're, you've got like a whole bunch of hands, irons in the fire. You just started podcasting. Welcome to the podcast world. How do you like it? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know what? It's... Um it's it's interesting. I, I really, really enjoy it. And I, I'm sure, as you guys know, um, when you start, you, you get a lot of pretty decent response. And then, you know, with you guys being as successful as you've been, you know, even seeing the response continue and kind of steadily, um, like, basically, I think I was saying to you, like, dude, I never imagined people would, A, fucking start listening B, continue to listen, or C, it would even grow as as much as it has. So, you know, it's been it's been crazy, and, and it's motivating because you're like, even on the weeks where I'm like, fuck, I don't know if I'm up to doing this, and I've even said it on an episode, like, uh, I wasn't motivated to do this show. You realize, like, well, fuck, if I don't do this, there's going to be X amount of people that are like, where the fuck is the show, man? Yeah, so, that's true. And now, now I have this, like, well, I can't let the people down that actually fucking gave me a shot. So I feel this like inner responsibility to, to, to do it for them. But mostly it's, I mean, I think part of me, even me doing it was inspired by you guys, the whole passion over paycheck concept, because, you know, coming out of smash, I really wanted something for myself. Um, you know, I felt that creatively I, I was at odds where I was and I wasn't able to get what I wanted out of it anymore. Like I felt like I had all this creativity and it was just being, you know, wasn't being, um, what's the best way to put this? Wasn't being used utilized. or utilized in a way that I felt comfortable with, I think is the fair way to put it. So it was time for me to leave. And I, I thought about, streaming video games for a bit as a way to to you know satisfy or satiate that creative outlet having a kid makes that very difficult yeah, um, yeah. 
so then I turned to podcasting because first of all, like I've always enjoyed, like I tell people, like I was raised by Jerry Seinfeld. So, and, and Seinfeld is a TV show. So I've always been super like sarcastically critical of life and things like that, because I feel like there's so much shit that goes on. Like it's, it's healthy just to laugh at a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So, and my girlfriend says she was tired of hearing me, so I needed someone to talk to. So I said, "Well, I'll just talk to myself, and whoever listens uh, That's fine. can listen." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's been a blast. I actually really enjoy it. It forces me to like really think about uh, the world, and it lets me vent. Totally. You know. So yeah, I've, I've actually really enjoyed it. So one thing that you do, and you're, you're probably touched on it, is you you do give or take an hour. All by yourself. Yeah. Which, like, for me, that's mind-blowing because I we I do, like, a sub-series on, on the feed called Self Therapy where I do that. But it's only about 15 to 20 minutes because I, I get really nervous and self-conscious about talking that, that much by myself. I can talk a lot with another person, you know, the back and forth. But mm-hmm. it really blows my mind that you do... Sometimes an hour plus. Like I just listened to um, the episode uh, "Love Is Blind," and because a as soon as I saw there's a title, I'm like, "That's the first one I got to listen to before number one." Because I was on the other side of the fence where I love that show because it was so car crashy, and we can get into it if you want. But like I, we already did like two episodes on it because of how ridiculous the sh- the show is. Like, don't get me wrong, I agree with you. It's it's dumb. It's ridiculous. But man, does it feel good? Oh, dude, all all TV like that is is super captivating for sure. I mean, why do you think the four hundred one backs up at a Fender better? Like it's exactly. it's the reason yeah. that that show is successful. All I'm saying is, and I said it on that episode was the the core concept of the show is misleading. Like I said, mm-hmm. you really want to make some captivating car crash, dude. Have five three out of tens, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. five fucking nine out of ten knockouts and then see what happens you know what i mean but like but james fucking- so we, when you said that I, w- I thought to myself i was like man james obviously didn't watch everything because there the, the first couple episodes they showed some some i'm not gonna say threes but I'll, I'll say sixes because like there's some people on that show even like i don't know how, how well you know the character the cast but uh diamond on that show wasn't very attractive like i didn't i didn't think like i most of them were attractive but there were there was a couple not so attractive. Yeah, you know. I think I think when you but when you sign up for that, you know that you're not getting like you're not getting the big swerve or the big twist, right? Right. Like right. You like you know like worst. This is gonna sound so shallow, and but like worst case scenario, it's probably someone you could live with. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, like you're not gonna be like oh a good fuck. roommate, a good mate. And that, dude, that's that, but that's TV, dude. Imagine the person just walks out and they're like, hi, and the girl's like, hi. And then the guy's just like, oh, fuck. Like, that would yeah. be, that would be, oh my God, you know? He's like, hi. Oh, fuck. He's yeah, like, oh, exactly. I'm blind. I'm yeah, blind. He's like, let yeah. me touch your face. <laughs> right? Like, that would be, you know, incredible TV, horrendous uh, ethically, but incredible TV. I Those agree. two concepts don't necessarily have to match up, right? 
Exactly. Okay, I, I don't want to make this all about Love is Blind, but I, I can't wait for season two. Um, that out there, let's go back to the pod. So sure. the podcast is called you, you May Hate My Words with James yep. Key. Yeah. Very brave, by the way. I'm glad you put your name in the title because I was always super self-conscious about that because I didn't want it to be to come off narcissistic. But I, but your pod is just you going off for an hour. It makes sense to have your name in the title. So I think that's a big check mark. So good on you for doing that. How did you come up with the title? So it's funny. I had a title in the first episode. I for, I even forget what it was called right now. Um, so the first episode, actually, I, I name it something different um, in the intro. And then that day when I was scrolling through my um facebook feed my uh, friend of mine quoted a lyric from a band i like called the story so far and that's one of the lyrics is you might hate my words but and then the, the subtext of that is but you know that i'm right um mm. so i was like oh fuck that's a that works way better for because a lot of people say that i'm opinionated and that i really don't give a shit um when you know i have discussions with people a lot of a lot of people say that sometimes i believe that i'm right too far sometimes which is fine. Like I'm, I'm usually pretty open to, um, discourse and, and, um, you know, I'll subject myself to criticism, but I, I do like, I do sometimes not care what comes out of my mouth too much. So there's a pretty good chance you might hate what I have to say, but, um, you know, the, the whole dynamic of, of talking on your own was, is, definitely something i wanted to challenge myself with number one and number two like i said coming out of you know my previous um creative outlet i wanted something for myself so this i felt was the best it's a little bit selfish but i felt it was the best way to do it i think i think you're justified in it i mean where where most podcasts have you know a, a pair of people or you know, whatever, a group or whatever going off on it where you can put them all under one umbrella. This is just you. This is all you and very unapologetic, which I like because I find myself doing it and it, it makes me frustrated where I self-censor myself. I feel like you're, you're just going and if it comes out wacky, it comes out whack and that's it. And I, I admire you for that because I don't know if I can always do that, but I admire you that you can do that. So I think that's a big, another check mark for you. Yeah, I mean... I, um, I try my best not to censor myself. I've only, and I'll, I'll give you this, uh, this one here. Cause I like it and I like being on your show. So I, um, Thanks, I, <laughs> I censored myself once and only once. And I went back and I edited it because I thought, I thought better of the joke that I made and I didn't want to make that joke. So I hope me telling this is a lesson in, you know, a little like, you don't, comedy doesn't always have to be, you know, everyone says, well, I won't, I'll, some people say I'm, I'm unapologetic for my jokes because they're jokes and I shouldn't have to apologize because they're jokes. But I think that works most of the time, but this one time for me, at least I felt like I should pull it back a bit. And what happened was I was episode, I don't know if that was the same episode, but I was talking about White Claw and how okay. it was going to launch in Canada. And I was like, dude, it's the national, it's the national douchebag drink. Like I was just joking and I was, you know, like, oh my God, like if, and the joke that I made that I edited out, um, 
some people ended up getting it because it downloaded to Apple Podcasts and then I re-uploaded it. So if they had already downloaded it, they would have had it, but I never heard anything about it. So I guess I didn't offend anyone, but I said, you know, if <laughs> I said, if, if rapists gathered the way the Ku Klux Klan did, I'm like, the White Claw logo would be their national flag. <laughs> and I was like, no. that is, and then I, I, I recorded finished up and I sat down and I was like, that's not good. Yeah. And like, I, I slept on it and I was like, that's not a good joke. And so I, I took it out. And so I, I just edited it, read it. I just knocked the episode down by three minutes. And I was like, so I hope that like when people hear that, they, they think, you know what, it's possible to make a mistake and kind of self be self-aware and redeem yourself. And I think that's kind of important too, is that, you know, I try and be self-aware as much as possible. Um, but that's an instance where I think I, I let, I went too far for myself and I took it out. Yeah. I, I think it's okay. I, th- I think at the end of the day, as long as you're giving yourself the, I mean, if you feel that that's the right move, then I think at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Yeah. I and, mean, well, I'm the only boss that I have to answer to now. Right. So, um, exactly. And if you, if you get bad feedback, they get bad feedback. That's it. Yeah. And I don't, I just know where the, you know, part of comedy is trying to figure out where the line is. Right. And, um, I think that I didn't hear anything from the people that had downloaded it. So, although when I did tell my brother got an early copy of it, I guess, and he's like, dude, that joke is a little far. I was like, yeah, I was thinking so too. So I pulled it out and, uh, you know, so I think I know, I, I guess the benefit to making it and cutting it out was that now I know where my line is. Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's tough because you don't want to be in the world, like, especially in comedy, you don't want to be in the, in the realm of censorship because that's right. such a hot topic for comedians. You look at guys like, you know, Anthony Jeselnik, who doesn't like who, who lost jobs, uh, hosting oh, yeah. shows on, on comedy central because of censorship and, you know, Ari Shapir and uh, yeah. Ricky Gervais, like tons of yeah. guys. You know, so you, you know, there's, there's the concept of, you know, at the end of the day, comedy is comedy and nothing's malicious. But for me, it was just the, you know what it was for me, actually, it was the, the, the whole like take on the rapist side of things. Cause I don't, I think if there's anything that should be off limits, it should be anything to do with rapists and stuff. So, um, that's where my line was kind of drawn for me. I'm glad you, you finished that sentence because I thought you were going to say, rapists get a bad shake and i was like whoa okay james uh great having you on the show (laughs) well first and last of everything no um yeah so it was uh yeah it just i knew immediately after i hit end i was like i'm probably gonna have to do something about that one there you go well i mean that's fine though i mean as long as you're able to make the call and feel comfortable with it i think that's all that matters we i mean we only have two rules on the pod. Like it's not a big deal. And most everybody obliges by it, except for one guest who may not be on the pod ever again. But we, our, our two rules are simple. No N word. I think that's an easy one. <laughs> and the other one, no, no gay, no gay slurs at all. Yeah. And I, I think that's pretty easy to oblige by. My buddy is a uh, part South African. So he feels he's okay to say the N word. And I said, I don't care if, if you're black or half partial black or half black, 
please don't say it at all because it makes me uncomfortable. And then when I get uncomfortable, like I can't, I can't steer the ship. I can't, I can't host. I can't do those things. So just as long as, as long as get, you don't have, you won't have that problem, obviously, but as long as everybody obliges by those two simple rules, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I think again, that's beyond my line as well. Personally. Um, I, I've never, I mean, I grew up in the nineties. So use of, of gay slurs as kind of common vernacular was, was quite prevalent. Um, oh but my I've, God, for sure. How many times in your life did you say, Oh, that's so gay. Right. But I've learned to cut that back and I've learned right. to, um, which is proof that you can absolutely learn it and you can abide by something like that just on your own. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I'll, I'll joke about like gay as a thing, but I won't, I won't do it maliciously. I'll, I'll approach it from a, a funny perspective of like, I don't know, like irony or idiosyncrasies about, cause I like, I have like a ton of gay friends. So like some of the idiosyncrasies I think are hilarious, but I would never use like derogatory terms or anything like that. So right. yeah. we actually share one gay friend. We do. We do yeah. actually. Maybe more. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the <laughs> whole smash locker room, but we, we at least have one, one mutual gay friend. Yeah. And I mean, um, I don't know if anyone in smash was gay. I mean, anyone could be really, um, really? but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anyone off the top of my head that was, but yeah. yeah. So with, with, with everything going on in the world today, it seems like everyone decided to start a podcast. Do you <laughs> find, do you find now that like the way that the world is like the broadcast yourself generation, do you think that at one point it's just going to be every, everybody having their own podcast or like, I mean, I feel like everyone through their Instagram cha- Instagram profile, uh, YouTube channel, whatever, like, it's, it seems like everyone's looking for an avenue to broadcast themselves. Do you feel like, like that podcast, I feel like the podcast world is already very saturated. It, and I, I assume over the, the last four weeks and the next four or five weeks, it's going to get more saturated. Like, do you, do you find the same thing or am I, am I crazy on this one? No, no, no. I think, I think you're correct. I think um, it was one of the, actually one of the, things that I, I don't know, like almost held me back from doing it. I was like, well, dude, everyone has a fucking podcast. And then when I started, I was like, well, at least it's not a wrestling podcast. Because right. Fucking, yeah. A, um, I'm not in that world anymore. So it, I would be irrelevant to whatever it is I'm talking about. And then B, um, there's just so many because I think, I think especially in that world, what happens is, if you're a fan, you want so much to be a part of it that this is your way. So you're like, well, I'm going to start a podcast and and then I'm, and I'm there. Right. Right. Um, but the other part about it is, is that there's so, and I thought about, so I was like, yeah, like, do I have a leg to stand on here? But then it became part of proving myself in, in trying to see how my sense of humor, if it was, could penetrate an audience was, to do it in a world where there was a lot of, I don't want to say noise, but there's a lot of, and not even competition, just a lot of selection. It's like the fucking yep. Mandarin 
out there, right? Actually, you know what it's like? It's like it's like the fucking Mandarin and then Golden Griddle. Like it's just they're all next to each other right now, and just it's you can choose whatever you want. Like fucking it's choose. A food court. It's a food court. Yes. Yes. Is the I, food. I always I always think of it like the um, like those twenty five cent dispensers that you see as a kid. You used to like beg your parents <laughs> for a quarter, and it's like I wonder what I'm gonna get. Like I find a lot of podcasts. I mean, I I have probably ten that I subscribe to, maybe fifteen that I subscribe to, and then I'm always getting suggestions. But I keep saying to myself, when I when I think at the end of the week, I probably have five to let's say between five and 10 hours to listen to pods a week. And it's like the pods I already listen to, they're already run at least an hour now. It's like, I don't have time for another pod to get invested with a new bunch of characters and all that other stuff. So it really, it really gets to a point where like, okay, when can I also consume this information or this, this entertainment? Right. And it's like, I don't know, listen to them when I'm sleeping, subconsciously listen to, listen to them. I only have like a 20, 30 minute drive into work and that's not a thing anymore. So it's, it's maybe, it's maybe like 15, 20 minutes in the morning, maybe 15, 20 minutes in the evening. So it's, it's not a ton of time. So it, it is a very competitive, I get, I don't want to call it a field, but competitive uh, environment, I guess, because people's time, maybe right now might be easier if, if you have that ability, but I just don't have that right now. Yeah, I think it's you bring up a good point, right? Like, and again, it was tough for me to make that leap because I think, well, people already subscribed to something, but I, I found that you know there's an audience out there that definitely knows me through Smash, I and is at least interested in what I have to say, and I think if you can, you just have to give them a like. It, Ah, it's hard. It's hard to say, but you have to give them a reason to come back. And if you know, if you're doing the same shit, and that's what I like about, at least for me, is that I have to keep it fresh because that's the only thing I do. I just talk about random shit, so I can't just talk about fucking Love Is Blind every week, or I would just be a Love Is Blind podcast. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's if it's like, oh, like fucking James lost it on gal gadot last week because of fucking acapella what what's he gonna lose his mind on next week like i have a lot to lose my mind on so it's uh um you be gentle to my girl gal okay because dude uh, i'm a fan girl i'm a fan uh she's stupid but <laughs> and i'm a fan uh i like her but she's either her or her pr team is is incredibly uh uh, incapable of having their finger anywhere close to the pulse. Uh, you know, it's left firmly up their asses uh, during this coronavirus outbreak, but I'm a big fan of Gal Gadot's. I love to look at her. <laughs> Dude, it's it's a bummer that Wonder Woman got delayed because she is, um, she's definitely, uh, if, if let's just say if she was on the other end of Love is Blind, I'm pretty sure... That they would have, it would be one of those episodes where they have the medics come in and they would carry me out, and they would be like, they like the <laughs> teaser for the next episode would be like, watch as James gets carried out by an ambulance. What will happen next on Love like, You won't believe what happens next week. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Gal, if you're listening, you know, like a lot of love here. Na30 is always down to party, so you just let us know what's up. 
James hates you, by the way. Um, cool. Uh, all right. So I, I don't. I, I definitely don't want to make this uh, like a whole podcast. I, I don't want to pigeonhole this podcast. And I, I, I know we're touching on a lot of the little different things, but what is one thing that you really want to achieve with the pod? I mean, other than it just helping you be creative, like are you looking to like go next level, maybe pick up sponsors? Like, are, what, what is your end-all, be-all with the pod? Uh, it's funny because I said I, that's a question I asked myself pretty much off the intro every week. I'm like, I don't know how far this is going to go. I don't know what I plan to do with it when I get there or where even there is. Um, I think I just want to keep seeing how many people join the journey and kind of see, you know, if, if I can grow the audience and, and like just the, the first goal was just to provide some levity for people's weeks, some like a, a break from, from taking things so seriously because that's what we do now. We have such compressed schedules and such compressed time that we don't take the time just to fucking laugh at the dumbest mundane everyday shit, you know? So if I could point some of that out and, and kind of give you a kickstart into laughing at it, then that's, that's what I wanted to do. But I think if, you know, dude, if I can make, if I can make money off it, it sounds like such a sellout thing in a way because like you know you don't start doing it to make money you start doing it because you like doing it but would you turn down money probably not um of course not right so sponsors and shit for sure like i would but it's not like i'm sitting here going like if i just if i just get fucking if i just get ten thousand listeners then i can get the sponsors and the sponsors get the chicks and then you know like it's not like exactly like and that. then you may hate my words world tour coming soon right yeah, you might hear my words live, um, and it's just uh, fucking inflatable yeah. me's and shit. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it really it's just to see how far it's gonna go, and to see how far I go before I break and have a guest. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. Would you ever bring your girl on? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, easy easy so, answer. No, because like I said, it's kind of I I don't know that it's. I don't know that that's kind of our dynamic. What I would love to do, because she's really good at the whole mom stuff, is I would love to produce her doing a mom podcast because she'd be fucking great at it. So um, I'm yeah. trying to encourage her to do that. Yeah, it, it's interesting that you said that. My my wife wants to do the same thing. She wants to do like a mom slash wife podcast. And mm. I, I said to I said to her, I was like, do it. I mean, I built a studio. I have all the equipment. Do it. But I think it's also, I think women, they have a hard time receiving, I don't say criticism, but like if she says, you know, whatever, I, uh, I opt not to give my kids, uh, whatever, uh, sugar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then, you know, she gets some snappy feedback from some mom and like, you know, pull from, you your, from your podcast. You arrogant piece of shit. I can only feed yeah. my kid Mars bars and fucking... <laughs> Exactly. Right. Uh-huh. Exactly. And, you know, I, I know that she wouldn't take that criticism very well. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like um, it, it's it's a little bit of an area that also, too. And I don't and I don't want those moms that are like, all right, moms out there, mom power, let's do this. And it's like, no, no cheerleaders. I don't want I don't want to hear any you're of that talking, nonsense. You're talking about cat and that. 
I don't cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. <laughs> they're the they're the Toronto moms that like got famous from that exact concept. Oh really? I have no idea what that. No, I. Oh, that, dude, look I, it I up. I missed that one. Yeah, dude, they just cat and nat. Yeah, they just drink and and I don't know. <laughs> they whatever they make money. They they make bank, dude. Really? Okay. I, well, yeah, I'll put up. that on my to do list. Yeah. Cat and nat. All right. I feel like I feel like it's a headache waiting to happen. Oh yeah, don't show your wife. Yeah, yeah. I don't need her any. I don't. Ha- I don't need her to have any other ideas of like, oh, these bitches are right, and blah blah blah. <laughs> this. Okay, easy. Yeah, mom's dude, truth. Cat and that's yeah. mom's truth. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely the investigate that really on the shitter. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, I'm gonna just bury that deep, 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 deep down, so I don't have to ever notice that again. Yeah. All right, my dude, listen, if you ever need a co-host, a co-host or a guest on your show, just to be like, uh-huh, you go get him, James. Like a hype man? If you need a hype man, I'm your dude. Yeah, like, okay, here, like, uh, here's my audition tape for Anthony to be James's hype man for You May Hate My Words. Oh, you ain't ready for this. Here he come. You hit him, James. You get him with it. You get him with it. Let's just see how that goes. Dude, that's, that's actually pretty good. You'd be like my... Uh the Andy to my Conan. Exactly. I'll be your only, flavor. Only way more. <laughs> I was going to say way more, uh, way more monstered up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and definitely thinner yeah, and uh, sure. less, less flamboyant, but um, yeah, totally. I, I can change that. I can totally. pull my Jesse Ventura wardrobe and make this work. Don't worry. <laughs> See, I, you can take the boy out of wrestling, but you can't take the wrestling out of the boy, I guess. Oh, you know, it's, it's true. And, and, you know, something kind of, um, perked my ears when you said it, uh, which was that like, you're not in that scene anymore when you're talking about it, which blows my mind. I, I, I want, I want to wrap this up, but I, I also want to bring this point out because you were, you were pretty in the wormhole. I mean, I, I think I might be wrong on this, but I might be right. Like you were writing most of the storylines or all the storylines for smash. I wasn't, uh, I was contributing, but I wasn't writing them all. Like, um, I was, I did a lot of the suggesting. I did a lot of the, um, creative content filming and a lot of the character development, uh, work. Um, and yeah, it was, uh, a lot of that, like a lot of, um, a lot of the characters and the evolution of some of the characters, um, I, I definitely had a hand in help start. So yeah. And, and you were also depicted as the face of the company as well, or the, the yeah. guy who ran the company. Yeah. Which was so, made it tough, even tougher to, to, to leave. I, I don't doubt it because I mean, I, I know all you guys were very close and I, I always admired the camaraderie that came with it. And I, I guess that's also the industry too. And I watched you guys for five or six years, kind of grow the business. And, uh, um, but when you said that, I was like, oh man, but do you ever miss that? You know what? No. Um, if I thought I would have missed it, I probably wouldn't have left. Um, there's, uh, there comes a time where, you know, you have to do the, the old the adage of betting on yourself is totally a real thing. And mm. there comes a time where, you know, you, you, you don't want to be, um, 
you don't want to be a part of something that's not satisfying what you want to get out of it. And that's what it was for me is it just, there was, there's nothing left for me there and it sucks to say, but you know, um, there it's, it's, it's like, it's like when it's, it's very similar to a band when, when someone leaves a band and they say creative differences, like that's, that's what it is. You know, like for me, there's, there's no, there's no hard feeling. It's just, you know, two, two boats going in different directions and, you know, you, you, you can't, you can't make that work. It's just, it doesn't work. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, I feel no like, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with the choice, super confident in the choice. And I feel like the, the success the podcast has had is, is validation of that choice. That's, that's exactly what it sounds like, my man. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, James. I won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for your time. But Dude, before time. I go, well, hey, don't say that because you might have to come. Where are you now? Are you guys still in North York? No, man. I am in the southwest part of Toronto near Lakeshore. So right by the lake. Oh, nice beauty. All right. I, I want to turn the cameras and microphones to you. Put it out there. Where can people find you? How can people find you? And if they want to know your words, where, where, can, where can they get everything, James Key? <laughs> Where can you hate my words? Okay, you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at JammerKey, so J-A-M-M-E-R-K-E-E. Uh, Jammer was my hockey nickname, so that's why that's there. Um, and then you can find the podcast. Just search anywhere you get your podcasts. Search You Might Hate My Words or my name, James Key. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn. It's all over the place. And uh, yeah. That's that's where you can find me. Thank you, my man. As always, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad we got to reconnect. And maybe one day we'll get you out here to lovely Milton, Ontario. You can check out the new studio. I mean, you guys saw the old, the original studio. And uh, it was a lot of fun having you. Brad, was was Scott there too? I think it was just Brad. Just Brad. Brad's been on a couple more times. He's actually... He saw this studio before it was actually the studio when it was just a shell of a room. But um, hopefully, maybe one day we can get you guys out. And Brad actually started his own podcast too. Yeah, he did. And I'm, I'm super stoked. I was just on it as well. So I think my episode comes up in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, I'm super stoked for him to uh, do that as well. Um, and he's on fire right now. So I, I recommend people checking that out too. That's right. Uh, if in case you want to hear Brad, you guys have heard him a ton of times on the pod. He's been on the pod maybe five or six times. Uh, not another wrestling podcast. I think it's what it's called. Yeah, it's it's not. a podcast with guests, and they talk, and most of them are in wrestling, but they don't talk about wrestling. That's the point. Which is such a cock tease, but I get it. <laughs> well, that's Brad. <laughs> Brad is a cock tease. He yeah. Brad cock tease Myers. Yep, that's yeah. him. James Key, Brad Cocktees Myers. Yeah, and and Brent Money Banks. <laughs> there you go. I love him. All right. James, as always, thank you for doing this. Will you come back? Yeah, man, my pleasure. Anytime. You just uh, put the word out and I'm there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. All right. As always, guys, thank you for tuning in. 
downloading, tuning, and checking us out. This is an After 30 Podcast. That is James Key. Let's do this another time, baby. Cheers.